0: One-on-one, mono-e-mono, and today we're going to be discussing, uh, well, we're going to be discussing some of our morning sales huddles that we're going to go back to uh, last year, actually, for some of these, some good ones from from yesteryear, Uh, and it's going to be talking about, number one, who we should be talking to, but number two, how we should be talking to them, Uh, and, and this goes to the idea of knowing your target market. So, starting out, we're going back to October of 2021, who should you be talking to? Quote, Brian, who should I be talking to? I honestly get that question in at least 80% of my consulting calls. Now, at first glance, that might seem like a crazy question to ask. I mean, who doesn't know who they should be talking to in the buying cycle? I mean, after all, aren't those the people who are actually buying your solution? Well, maybe, but maybe not. See, in sales, there are two types of prospects, decision makers and decision influencers, During a sales cycle, you'll be speaking to one of these two people. But how do you figure out who the decision makers or decision influencers are? Research. For example, if you're selling business technology solutions like me, then you're likely speaking to a CIO or an information technology director. I specifically help technology professionals in healthcare, finance, legal, manufacturing, retail, and a few other verticals. And instantly, I've narrowed down who I should be speaking to in a much more manageable list of prospects based on the information I know I'm looking for. Then, I make it even more hyper-focused, focusing on those technology professionals in those verticals who value my value proposition because they understand it will help, helping them simplify their business technology while giving them precious hours back in their day. So looking back, I have now narrowed down a pool of never-ending prospects down to a few select group of qualified people that i know i can help and with that now i know i can filter that down even more and tailor my outreach based on their personalities what they care most about and most importantly what their biggest pain points and challenges are don't overwhelm yourself at the start work smarter not harder and most importantly know who you should be talking to Don't overwhelm yourself. Yeah, that don't overwhelm. It's funny how that ended up being a recurring theme because in uh, my other post, which we're going to November 17th of 2021, it was our morning sales huddle. Stop overwhelming, not ourselves this time, but our prospects. In the world of business technology, there are hundreds, if not thousands of companies that are out there who say they can solve any and all business technology needs. They'll bombard prospects with cold calls, cold emails, social media campaigns, Snail mail flyers, webinars. And then, then, if they're lucky enough to actually get an appointment, they regurgitate loads of information to their prospects, highlighting all the techs and specs of their products and solutions. And this is where your average prospect will turn off immediately and explicitly due to information overload. Stop overwhelming your prospects. For my day job, my role is to help companies simplify their business technology so that means building solutions that are easier to understand and that focus on solving the key problems that they're facing versus drowning them in features and benefits of those particular solutions that i just happen to be presenting we see this in politics far too often especially in the world of libertarianism instead of meeting people where they're at on the issues they care about and focusing specifically and exclusively on those key areas. We open the floodgates. We spout off all of our ideological backings and libertarian ideals that, quite frankly, mean little to nothing to our prospect. When we overwhelm them with information that isn't pertinent to the problem before them, then they turn off. And who can blame them? They're looking for a solution to their problem right now, not some principled ideology. It's when the principled ideology actually helps solve their problems that they will then look at the principled ideology differently. But you don't present the principled ideology as a solution, but rather as a means to help solving their problem, specifically their problem. All right. There you go. Two of our morning sales huddles. What did you think if you enjoyed uh, both of those? Well, I hope so. Um, I would ask you to please go ahead and share because especially in the world of liberty politics, this is um, this is a conversation that we need to be having more frequently. Um, we We need to stop thinking that everyone is our target market, number one. And number two, when we start to narrow in on who our actual market is, then we can start focusing on the things they actually care about. Right, And this is where we've missed so, so badly over the past few years is we have in our our heads who our ideal customer is based on what we want them to be, but not who they actually are. So if you want to actually meet people where they're at, on the issues they care about, well, good, because that's going to help lead to positive success. But if you're focused on just talking about the things that you want them to care about, and that's the only thing that you focus on, well, congratulations! You'll be speaking to a party of one, and that will be you. So, with that being said, thank you, folks, for joining us on today's episode. Uh, by the way, uh, did you know that we have almost 500 episodes in total over at the Brian Nichols Show? I know that blew me away when I heard that too. If you have not had the chance yet to go ahead and check out all 500 episodes, well, head to your podcast catcher and hit that little download all button. It'll download all the episodes for the Brian Nichols Show, so you can start with episode one. I do apologize for uh, you know four uh, four and a half years, Wow, four and a half years ago, Brian. Um, you know, definitely the show has changed, and it's—it's. It's, I can't listen to myself in the past because it just makes my skin crawl. Um, but it, it is funny to see how the show has changed, and, and how frankly we've seen the world change. Um, the conversations that we were talking about four years ago are very different than the conversations we're talking about now, and yet and yet there are some conversations that you'll start to hear reoccurring themes I really noticed it starting with our episode there with Dean Clancy uh, back in I think it was February of 2018 so uh, again if you have not had the chance yet to uh, check out those episodes head to your podcast catcher over at com, or rather Brian Nichols Show over on your podcast catcher hit that download all button but if you want to learn more about the Brian Nichols Show yes BrianNicholsShow.com and by the way we're going to be launching a couple new items over on our shop here in a couple of of weeks Uh, we have our brand new uh, meet people where they're at swag part of Sell Liberty. And then also, if you did not check it out yet, we have our Trust the Experts mug uh, with Mises, Rothberg, and Hayek on top of it. Uh, No, it's Friedman. This thing is Friedman. Mises, Hayek, and Friedman. Milton Friedman. So uh, if you want a Trust the uh, Experts mug or t-shirt, head over to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash shop and use code TBNS at checkout. So that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on the Brian Nichols Show. We'll see you next week. today.